This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. And welcome to the second hour of Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. In just a few moments, we are going to be breaking out our most glamorous outfits and talking fashion from the front row at Paris Fashion Haute Couture Week. We're going to be joined live from the city of love by none other than fashion designer Hatem Al-Aqil because he's going to be giving us his reviews of the big shows, talking the Arab designers who are making their mark on some of the most surprising statements, literally and figuratively on the runways. There's so much to talk about. And that is all coming up on Life Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse95. You're back with Life Beats on Pulse95 and now it is time to go live to Paris where Hatem Al-Aqil is waiting on the line after uh, quite a night for him uh, at Paris Fashion Haute Couture Week. Good morning, Hatem. Good morning. Uh, very good morning to you, Sally. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well. We are uh, in the middle right now of uh, Paris Fashion Haute Couture Week, which uh, you are uh, right in the middle of. You've been going to all the shows, and it's just looking fantastic, Hadim. It really is uh, spectacular. In particular, um, I mean, last night, uh, I'm literally on cloud nine now with uh, seeing uh, Ashi's collection. Um, not just because of the immaculate interest of detail and because of how he made his dream. And uh, it really, really shows that Haute Couture is kind of back in full swing and is alive and kicking. I mean, um, honestly, like, my, to me, last night was like last night seeing uh, Pierre Paolo's uh, Valentino collection and, and Ashley were my, my high points uh, where you really felt like, uh, it's the stuff that the dreams are made of. Like it, it took it took fashion to to a higher level, uh, and this is what what couture makes you uh, do. It makes you dream, and it takes things uh, to the next level, and it's just so inspiring. Um, it, it is. The fact it, that Ashley is also from our region, I mean, yeah, uh, is amazing. It can hold his own with any any international brand. This is fantastic. I mean, uh, it makes us all so proud. He really is. Uh, he has come to that level uh, that is pretty much this is when we talk about haute couture, uh, Hatim, uh, you, you are very much somebody who is a fashion insider. You understand what it means to be part of that inner circle. Uh, there is only a very select group of fashion designers that can claim to produce haute couture fashion. For those of us who are not really familiar with what that means and the kind of standard and the art and the craft that it takes to be part of that inner circle, just just take us through what that actually means. Well, I mean, there's a committee. Uh, there's an haute couture committee that, that uh, makes a selection process and has you, uh, has a designer, uh, on schedule to be part of the haute couture uh, fashion week uh, guidebook schedule. Uh, but that, uh, and, and which is obviously a great honor, and uh, it promotes uh, the designer. But 
having said that at the same time, I think that there's also a lot of designers that do it off schedule and do the, you know, uh, they initially start to get their, their visibility and their name out there. So they do maybe small presentations in showrooms or hotels. At the same time as the Fashion Week, which is off schedule, uh, and they get to really uh, showcase their stuff. I mean, there's certain designers, uh, for example, you know, Ramin Kadi, uh, who now is doing a full-on fashion show, you know. Uh, so they start by getting the name out there, and then they, they become part of the, uh, you know, the schedule. Uh, it doesn't really, honestly, uh, it doesn't really matter anymore whether you're part of the schedule or not. Just to highlight this to certain designers that, you know, uh, look at, you know, being a part of our culture is so far-fetched. Uh, in fact, uh, there are some really interesting designers that no one has really heard of that are off schedule and uh, inspire you sometimes even more, you know. Uh, of course, the, the greats, you know, the, the Giorgio, the Valentinos are here to stay, uh, but not everyone can, can, you know, pull off such a, a, a fantastic production, you know. Yeah. Uh, what Ashley did, yes, I mean, I'm reiterating Ashley again, but I'm telling you, like, mm -hmm. he is an example of, of what one is, is capable of doing with what couture. Uh, uh, again, a shout out to all the designers there who, who want to pursue this. Come and visit uh, and see, see what they're doing, and but don't limit yourself and see that there are different possibilities of going about uh, promoting your work. We are so incre incredibly proud of uh, what Mohammed Ashi has achieved. Um, and like you said, there is uh, a select group of uh, designers that are uh, granted by the French Ministry of Industry and uh, the Fédération Française de la Couture, um, which is that that's the governing body for the French couture industry. There are those who can get that kind of uh, fulfill the strict criteria to qualify for the renowned title of being uh, part of the haute couture uh, group. It's like 16 or 17. But that's the thing. You know, there are designers who want to get in, who appreciate and understand the craft and have been building their craft uh, over the years. And they're doing their shows on the side as well, like you said. Um, yeah. What's interesting is we've had Rabia Kairouz. Uh, he has just been included um, in that very elite club as well. And he was showing his uh, his collection for Maison Rabia Kerouz. And it's such a different type of collection. I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's a very uh, casual, I would say very smart, casual type of couture, you know, mm. uh, which also reiterates the fact that the craft is important. It doesn't have to all be like, you know, like ball gowns and, you know, um, uh, you know uh, evening dresses. I mean, uh, some of the stuff that Rabia does is, is, is day wear, but it's just the construction, the way it's finished, you know. So even the style of the fashion that they, that they do is also, can also be different, you know. They really are, in fashion now, there really are no rules, and I think that the less a designer follows a rule and creates their own rule, the more they will become respected and appreciated. I think, I think the beauty of haute uh, couture versus prêt à porter is it's more about rediscovering what the style of the designer is and uh, not having to see, to really worry about trends. Because it's not about trends, it's about uh, signature, it's about individuality, it's about, you know, wh what type of dream or what type of journey does the designer want to take us through. Uh, and this is the whole beauty of, of what Couture. I want to go through that with you uh, next. Hatem talking about uh, the magic of it.
because it really is magical when you see these pieces. They're often uh, not the things that you're going to be wearing every day, but that's the whole point, that it is about imagination. It is about getting excited. Uh, You know, what can you really come up with that is going to be uh, inspiring and turning heads? And we're going to continue that conversation with you next, uh, Hatem. So stay on the line. Hatem Al-Aqil, Saudi fashion designer. Uh, We are talking to him live from Paris for Paris Fashion Haute Couture Week. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. We're back with Hatem Al-Aqil and we are talking to him live from Paris. Hi, Hatem. Hello, how are you? <laughs> good, good, good. Um, we were just talking uh, all about the Paris Fashion Haute Couture Week and how uh, you've been witnessing some incredible, incredible shows. And uh, anybody Amazing. who's been uh, anywhere close to your social media is just, you know, salivating really at the incredible <laughs> sight of these spectacular dresses because that's what haute couture is about it's not what you're going to be wearing every day it's where your imagination can take you when it yeah. comes to fashion and art right yeah, makes you dream and takes takes uh, the, the fashion spirit to the next level i mm. think this is what it's all about the stuff that that real you know fashion dreams are made of and uh, we have witnessed this uh, past uh, haute couture especially the last two days i mean there were some amazing shows you know from of course, Rabia Caruz, uh, Elisab, uh, you know, uh, Ralph Russo was okay. Uh, you know, there, there was some, uh, Stefan Roland was fantastic. Uh, but the ones that really, really took me on that on that on that journey, uh, of course, Gautier was was uh, had the Japanese influence. <laughs> Your favorite I thing. Very, <laughs> I was very happy about. Uh, but really, I mean, uh, Pier Paolo Piccoli. It has really been his year. Uh, from Lady Gaga at the uh, the Golden Globes with that amazing uh, you know uh, the dress that she wore, and then the lavender dress, and then uh, of course this show is is really next level. I mean, really. I mean, I was uh, I didn't expect it to 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 move me this much. Well, tell me the, about that because everybody was in tears during yeah. that show. So take us through why it was such an emotional show. I mean, the music that was being played, uh, it was in, it, touching because it was so, something is so beautiful, it can, be, it can also become emotional. I mean, this is, this is something that, that mm. you know, when something is done so, uh, so well, and when you get things right, you get the colors right, you get the, the details right, uh, and the, the whole you, makes you dream, and it takes you to, to a time when, I mean, he, what he really is doing is he's bringing back, the, you know, elegance into, into fashion, bringing it back that, you know, that... That uh, retro uh, sense of uh, excellence and in, 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 in finishing and in, in beauty, but then again, also you know, there's the whole story of Celine Dion uh, being uh, there and being very emotional and, and crying. Yes, and, yes, you know. we saw that. Yeah, there was, there was a, I mean, it's not going to make you cry that much. There's a twist because you know she lost her husband to cancer, and uh, she used to always sing that song to her husband. And I think that mm. this is also where it's coming from. You know. Uh, fashion also uh, can be very nostalgic and they can take you to places. Uh, we, we really underestimate the power of fashion and how it can make you move. But it can also bring back emotions. It can bring back, you know, uh, memories. Uh, and this is what, this is think when a designer is able to really take it to that level where they get you 
in touch with your emotions, mm. get you in touch with, with you know, uh, the feelings that you've had in the past as well. That's, that's when you know that a, a collection is, is successful. I, I mean, uh, the colors, you know, there's this amazing green, uh, olive green uh, dress that I don't know how he, he has a sense of colors that is so uh, like a monotone. And uh, everything just works. And he has these, these really uh, unusual combinations that you never think of. And they just work. And I think that this is, this is what pure fashion is about. And then, of course, um, another highlight for me was, was uh, you know, a dear friend of mine, who, who I'm so proud of, is Hamad um, Ashi. Mm. You know, uh, they say, you know, uh, all uh, Saudi talents, actually, many are like, oh, my God, he's from Saudi. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and <they're> like, <laughs> And there are many, there are many that we don't know about, you know, and it just fills me with pride. I mean, you look at each and every single piece and, and, and you know, we had the, the big girls, you know, all the big uh, supermodels were, there, were showcasing, you had Cindy Bruna and so, and so on and so forth. Yes. And he did not, you know, compromise. He really pulled out all the stops and the presentation was, was phenomenal. The show was uh, done in a very uh, you know, polished, you know, um, like... In the old days, you know, when you, when you go to a presentation and you have, like, the mothers walk around and you're having, uh, you know, uh, the most amazing dinner. Yeah. You know, uh, really thought of every single detail. And it was much more intimate. Uh, it wasn't like, you know, like a, a huge show. He wanted to do something that's more intimate, that's more exclusive. Uh, but every piece, I thought I've seen everything from Ashi, but he, he delivered he, big time. He delivered to us and he surprised us and he wowed us. Uh, with additional details, you know, his... Very, uh, very you, architectural, his designs were. Amazing, and... Uh, it's like I, wearing I this incredible, I don't know, it's almost like monumental, the feeling the of each... Of architecture. Yeah. Really has, has, he, he is able to make fabric stand and move in yes. ways where you thought it's not even actually possible to do. I don't know how he comes up with those techniques. Completely, and, it's defying uh, physics. Exactly. It really does. <laughs> you nailed it. It really does. The fact that like, it's at the end of the day, it's a signature. It's also having a technique that you can you can apply. You know, and like having an entire team that can help you apply uh, authentic techniques that haven't been used before. Mm -hmm. you know, Making something new. Yeah, taking it to the next yeah. level, for sure. That's unbelievable. Take me back to the days of Balenciaga. I mean, like. Yes. You know, uh, Cristobal Balenciaga. I mean, uh, this is. It's that level of, of excellence, really. I mean, uh, these two designers uh, this have, have really uh, made me uh, end Fashion Week on, on, on the most high note. I'm literally on cloud nine. You know? Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. I can imagine. It must make you so, so proud to have been I there have, supporting your so. friend uh, and somebody who's really, really making waves uh, in fashion as well. I want to ask you about uh, one, one of maybe the most surprising shows uh, that we saw, which was uh, for Victor and Rolf. Really yeah. making a statement, literally. I've never seen. I mean, we, you know, we talk about, you know, statement T-shirts uh, that yeah. say all kinds of things. Well, they took it to the next level where they had gowns making literal statements. Like, I'm not shy. I just don't like you. <laughs> Is being one of them. Um, trust me, I'm a liar. I think that's going to be that particular dress is going to be worn by. Uh, a politician somewhere around the world. Um, you know, it's just they came up with quite a show. It was really, uh, it was unexpected. What did you think? 
Well, I mean, you, I mean, as you, I mean, uh, with with regards to the the political climate right now that's been happening in, in Paris for almost the past ten ten weeks, you know, so there, there's definitely, you know, that it, there needs to be an ode to what's happening, uh, and they've always been very uh, sarcastic and, and and satirical in everything that they do, and uh, you know, uh, what they do for haute couture is is, is next level, uh, you know, expression, mm. and it's like almost like a satire of what's happening. You know? Yes, uh, and. Uh, Victor and Ralph have been emulated uh, by so many actually other designers. You know, uh, they take one item, one piece. If you, if you don't really look at what the whole garment is, is how it's shown, some designers take like one angle of what they do, and then that can make an entire three, ten to four different dresses. You know, and this is the beauty of you look at every angle of what they do, and and uh, it's not about taking the whole outfit together, but they are presenting you with different uh, possibilities of of, of dreaming. Uh, of course, it's not. It's not stuff that you could wear, you know, even to a dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe but to a certain kind of dinner party. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but they're, they're showpieces, you know. They're, yes. They are, you know, showpieces. That, uh, it's art piece. At the end of the day, also, you know, fashion is, is, uh, can be art. And this is where they, they come in. They, you can really, uh, if you would have an exhibition, for example, I think that they would be the ones who re- really take that artistic side mm. of fashion. Uh, the one one of the dresses we can't really say what it says. It's not fit for radio. Uh, but another one that I really really love is a dress that pretty much takes up the space that you know ten people might be able to stand in. It says less is more on this ginormous dress, which is incredible. I just love it. It just you know, th- and that's the thing. It it's about making you think because that great art makes you yes. think as well. Um, you Absolutely. know, so. And it gets you out of the box as well because you, not you, not everything has to be conventional and and you know uh, you know for, for what your eyes are used to seeing. Mm. Uh, I think taking fashion to the next to the next level and, and really uh, broadening one's horizons is to be, there needs to be a bit of a shock factor. There needs to be a bit of a you know okay I'm I'm getting out of my my visual comfort zone here. I'm seeing something different. You know mm-hmm. not everything has to be wearable. Uh, this is what haute couture is about. Really, it's about making you think differently uh, and when you've succeeded is when you're, you really uh, set yourself aside from everyone else and mm. you have a, a memory. Now right. we all remember the Victor and Ralph, whether we think it's well or not, we still remember it. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. And uh, you, you, some, you know, there are designers who just take this in their stride. It's, it's the expected that you know, they are part of Haute Couture and, you know, there are those who are uh, the the heritage labels, if you like, the Chanel's, the Christian Gior, the Givenchy, yep. um, and even, you know, Giorgio Armani was showing as well, you know, his uh, pieces and, and so many, Zuhair Murad, uh, Ali Saab, you know, those are the ones that you we always think of as well. Yes. Um, of course, we mentioned Valentino being a really important show, but I want to come back to the point that of the idea that um, haute couture was kind of, um, it, it was less viable and it was being left by fashion houses, including Jean-Paul Gaultier, and now coming back again. And how important you think that is that we are actually making that return. And those, um, just like uh, as well, Olivier uh, Ro- Rosting for uh, for Balmain uh-huh. as well. He's, yeah. he's just shown his first collection too. So yes. there are those who are coming into haute couture for the first time as well well i think you know the, uh, there was a the, uh, the valentino in fact you know uh, there's a period where he did stop 
uh, you know, doing what Couture. Mm. Uh, when he was, he was, Mr. Valentino was designing before he brought in Pierpaolo. Uh, but I, I'll tell you, I mean, uh, the whole idea of, of what Couture is, uh, something that is, is taken a whole new life because uh, there wasn't so much demand for it, and people were not were not spending as much on haute couture as they were in the 80s or 90s. Uh, but yeah, now man. it seems like it is coming back. It seems like uh, it, it is an art form that needs to be done to promote the even to promote the ready to wear the brand the brand the DNA. Yes. Uh, so it, it it creates like a domino effect. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, translating, of, of course, into into the haute couture clients, and then now a lot of the haute couture clients are younger girls. Uh, it's not just the you know the forty-something you know uh, lady that wants. You have a much younger, uh, youthful haute couture client clientele. Uh, a lot of these uh, younger girls uh, do uh, wear haute couture, so this is also revolutionized haute couture. And if you notice, a lot of the brands. Uh, i.e. Uh, Valentino, i.e. Uh, you know, uh, even our, uh, Giorgio Armani, are all taking also a very a route that is targeting the you know the 18 to 25 uh, young fashionista yeah. that uh, wants to work with couture. So the whole dynamics and the whole perspective of fashion has uh, couture has changed and has brought it back and to different segments of the market as well. Yes, exactly. It is all evolving. It's all spectacular. It's all amazing. Hatem, I want to thank you so much. And uh, thank you for joining us live from Paris for Paris Fashion Haute Couture Week. Enjoy the rest of your time. There's not very much left. Uh, (laughs) But enjoy uh, what's Uh, been a really magical week. Thanks so much. And uh, thank you for uh, for the the, the curiosity and in haute couture and fashion and for always fulfilling our curiosities with fashion with your uh, with your state with your comments <laughs> thank you so much thank you so much Hatem. we're going to catch up with you again but enjoy paris for now that was uh, Hatem al-aqil he is uh, a saudi fashion designer but somebody who's part of the fashion world internationally and who's taking us through uh, paris fashion week which is quite incredible quite amazing <laughs> This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.